guys, welcome back to our podcast. This is Staying Conscious with Meg and Allie. I am Meg. And I'm Allie. And today our guest is Dr. Patrick Walls. He is a ear, nose, and throat surgeon. And we just had such a fun time talking to him. Um, We talked a lot about his hobbies, including um, rock climbing. Yes, it made me want to go climbing. Yes, me too. We talked about adoption. He has a beautiful little girl who him and his wife adopted. So we talked a lot about that process, which totally intrigued me. Yeah, there's so many resources out there that you just never even think about. Absolutely. That are available to us. Absolutely. And he shed some light on the process, which I thought was interesting as well. Yeah, definitely. And then um, like relationship dynamics, you know, we love talking about this. Yes. Um, so dynamics between him and his life with his crazy work schedule and kind of how they make everything work. We hope you guys enjoyed this conversation. He was vulnerable and we really, really had a good time talking to him. We did. It was great. So we hope you enjoy. Okay. So our first question is, what is something that you've been curious about recently? It could be anything. Anything. It's a toughie. I know. What have I been curious about recently? Um, I think what I've been curious about recently is just like, are you guys watching a million little things by chance? No. 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 Okay. It's a series, right? Series. Yeah. I think my parents watch it. Yeah. Um, and it's all about like, spoiler alert, the guy commits suicide in the first episode. So mm. I think someone was just talking about yeah. this. Was it a day. book? I have no Based idea. Based off of a book? There was a I book, a million book. little things. Okay. So often, so okay. I have no <laughs> idea. Um, but like, it's like looking at how all like the little decisions that you make kind of impact things far down the mm. road. It's like, I wonder what like small decisions that I've made throughout life have had like those ripple kind of impacts. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's an interesting to kind of think about. It's like, you know, what if I hadn't gone to class that day or, or whatever? Yeah, so or didn't yeah. choose medicine, which yeah. was way before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. So Millions is really things. interesting mm-hmm. to think about. Yeah. Because those little things, I think, add up to big things, right? So. Yeah, I mean, that's the yeah. point. Obviously, it's not going to be a drama if it's not a big yeah. thing. <laughs> that's true. There, but cool, yeah. I'll have to check it out. You like yeah. it? You and your wife watch it together? Yeah, yeah. That's our, we try to, like, I don't know if binge is the right word. We try to <laughs> maintain a continued interest in one show yeah. Yeah, yeah, at a time. Yeah. So we're not biting off more than we can handle. Yeah. Because for the one hour that we're both awake <laughs> right, and there's no kids. Right, I was about kids, to say, if yeah. it's an hour show, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Well, that's a good one. I'll have, we'll have to check it out. Um, okay, so the next thing is, so if we zoom out, like how did you get to mm-hmm. this point, right? So that can mm-hmm. be like schooling how did you choose medicine how did you choose this as your Mm -hmm. like place of work like how did you get to being where you are right now sure um i mean i think it all started like the earliest memory that i have where i had interest in medicine was my my mom um stopped school when my brother was born so he's two years older than me so way back in 1980 she stopped like she was in the middle of college at that point and then raised us until we were like nine, ten, uh, full time at home, and then went mm-hmm. back to school. So she went to nursing school. So okay. she would have, I can remember very vividly being in the basement of our old home, and that's where our laundry room and our like little playroom was. And she had her like anatomy and physiology books out, 
And she would be like working on the laundry, and I would be reading to her out of her A and P books, <laughs> That's so cool. and like asking her questions. Yeah. It's like this stuff's really fascinating. So I think that was probably like the earliest memory that I had, where I was like, medicine seems like something that would be mm-hmm. would be good for me. Um, and then from there, I mean, there are other experiences that were kind of prior to and since then. Um, like my sister had a lot of like medical issues and needed a lot of surgeries when she was like very early on. So I think that mm-hmm. exposed me to it sooner. Sure. I don't per se remember this but mom says that she would schlep all like my brother and my sister and I to the appointments you know and we'd be in children's (coughs) hospital in Cincinnati for hours at a time so I think I became familiar with this Mm. from a very young age and um and it all kind of built from there I kind of went away from anything medical during like my high school years we did a lot of service work and then circling back like when I was in college I realized that kind of putting the service aspect and the science aspect or the yeah. medicine aspect together was a good way that was going to be fulfilling for me. For me, um, And then from a, like, why here specifically standpoint, mm-hmm. um, really, Charlie is really? yeah the reason yeah. that I'm here. Because I had a lot of, tr- like, trouble deciding what I was going to do in terms of fellowship versus private practice. Mm-hmm. And I'd even, like, been obliged to go to a different state afterwards for a period of time. And and when I told him I was going to choose peds, this was also a very vivid memory. We were at um, (laughs) one of the like resident interview dinners, and I was like, "He was an attending at this time." Yeah, he's yeah he's been an attending since I was a resident since I started residency. Okay, okay. um, I said, "Hey, you know, I'm I'm decided I'm going to go into peds. I'm going to put my application in." He's like, "All right, well, I want to hire you, and (laughs) I want I want you to stay here." And I was like, oh, that's cool, and, you know, but it's not going to work out because I had this other deal. He's like, well, we should sit down and talk. Oh, my God. And then wow. I was like, oh, he's, like, he's serious. Yeah. So um, we sat down and talked and kind of figured out a way to, you know, make it work out. And, wow. yeah, so it was nice to know that this was going to be my home when I was yeah. still here for the final year of my training and then kind of getting it all set up to yeah. when we came back. So that's it's a year fellowship? Year fellowship, yeah. yep. That yeah. is cool. Did you apply yeah. any place else, or it was just that is no. insane? Yeah. That's so cool. I realize that shaking my head doesn't really project <laughs> well okay. on the podcast, no, but okay. our responses there. That's yeah. a definite no. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What did your wife say when you go home and you're like, oh, by the way, I got offered a job here? It was, it was uh, obviously a discussion. Sure. Yeah, but what do you think about staying here right. afterwards and? Um, Ever since we've been married, we've been, you know, a couple of, way, of hours away from our families. Mm-hmm. And, and that was one of the biggest struggles about, like, her being alone a lot of the time because I was gone a lot of the time, as I'm sure, you know, you can attest <laughs> yeah. to. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but she had a good friend group here, and um, you know, we're only a couple hours away, so it's not like we're, you know, having to board flights every time we want to see family. And she has enjoyed being here. It was certainly a transition because a lot of what she liked about being here was the residents. resident group, yeah, the resident yeah, wives. And the resident yeah. spouses. And yeah. so that was a bit of a transition, but we were kind of finding our own group mm-hmm. here and becoming more comfortable. Um, and her mom has since moved here. So oh, really? oh, wow. Yeah, if you can't stay with your family, you just bring them to you. <laughs> bring That's them to true. You. Yeah. That's true. Okay. Yeah. That's so you're really from helpful. Cincinnati? Sort of. Yeah. yeah, I never, I never know how to answer that question. Um, 
was born in northern Kentucky, so right across the river from yeah. Cincinnati, and grew up there until like third, fourth grade, and then we moved to northern Indiana, um, okay. so Fort Wayne, Indiana, and then did the rest of my growing up there through high school, and then moved back to Cincinnati for college, and then moved back to Indiana for <laughs> medical school, and moved back to Ohio for residency, wow. and back to, well, went over to um, Illinois for fellowship. So I've been... Like Midwestern in this, boy. Yeah, yeah. In this four-state area for my entire life. but Awesome. So when yeah. did you meet your wife? So that was um, after relocating to Fort Wayne and in our second year of high school. So we went an entire oh year gosh, of, like, ships passing in the night, never knowing <laughs> each other. And then, like, very early on, sophomore year, um, okay. I was like, hey, who is that girl? <laughs> and my friend Adam, um, he's like, oh, sh- that's just Dawn. I'm like, who, That's who just is Dawn? Well, it was just Dawn to him because <laughs> she and he carpooled together. So oh. it's like, it's just Dawn. So I was like, well, what's her, like, what's her story? And so she was, I think she had like just broken up with some other guy, some other Adam at that point. And I was like, well, you need to find out what's going on with her. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a lot of like, you know, hey, you need to go talk to her friend and figure out very, you know, high school yes, drama-esque yes. But then that was just before homecoming. And so Adam asked her to homecoming for me because I was oh super gosh. mature <laughs> at that point. And, and shy. Yeah, Probably. definitely shy. <laughs> and then the rest is, the rest is oh history. Oh, gosh. Oh, I didn't wow. realize yeah. you guys dated in high school. Mm-hmm. Wow. So yeah. that, like, speak on that. Like, how was it growing from, like you just said, that, like, kind of immature high schooler mm-hmm to going to college together and then you choosing to be a physician and like growing through all of those phases of life like has that been difficult I mean obviously she's wonderful I've met her as well but I'm sure you guys had some growing pains definitely I mean uh, on like on the maturation process you'd have to probably talk to her because I haven't really matured much (laughs) Um, but no it's definitely been very interesting to kind of see how things have changed over time because high school, you know, obviously, you know, in the, like, the early puppy love kind yeah. of phase yeah. and, right. you know, never want to spend any time apart. Mm-hmm. And we went from that to going to college apart. Um, so she stayed in Fort Wayne and went to school and I went to Xavier. So it was a lot of, like, long, long conversations yeah. on the phone. And, yeah. you know, we had, like, one short breakup during that college experience, mm-hmm. which was, um, you know, miserable. But also kind of a good experience in retrospect because it, like, really cements the fact that, like, I know that mm, this is the right decision. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. I really like that girl. Um, And so shortly after that, we were just like, okay, this is for, you know, this is for real. We're going to do this forever. And so we got engaged when we were in college still. Relationship, like, big milestones. Obviously, marriage is an important (coughs) one. But... Mm -hmm. I think marriage and moving in together are, you know, having all that change at once and then add to that, like moving away from family for the first time yeah. and then add to that first year of medical school. <laughs> yeah. That was, um, that was like a big challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a lot of, uh, like knockdown drag out yeah. discussions, um, we'll there. say. Yeah. Um, and it's just, you know, learning a person and learning to live with a person mm-hmm. are two totally different things. Yeah. And so that was probably the, like biggest 
eye opener because I was like, oh, we've got this figured out because we've been dating I for the like same thing. we've been dating for seven years yeah. before we got married. We were three, not yeah. seven, but yeah, and we weren't even engaged. I mean, we we had had the discussion. We know that that's getting there. Mm-hmm. Our, but we had had that before we moved. But moving from Atlanta to Ohio, starting residency, mm-hmm. not knowing anyone, starting a new job was just like, oh, and moving in together. Yeah. Just, I mean, we worked it out and it was great, but it was, yeah, lots of growing pains there. You might as well, like, have a kid at the same time. Just to add all the stressors into one, right? Yeah, I can't. You guys waited a little bit to have kids then, right? Um, We didn't have kids for a while. For a while, okay. Okay. I wouldn't call it waiting. Wait, okay, you didn't have kids for a while. Yeah, yeah. Now we struggled um, pretty significantly with infertility. Mm Mm-hmm. So we kind of started trying when we were um, just finishing up, like, first year of residency. And then found out after about six months that that wasn't going to happen the way God had intended. So we had to seek some help. So we had to try for another couple years. And then finally in our fourth year, we uh, had our little miracle baby. (laughs) He's pretty cute. That's awesome. I would agree. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So fourth year. Okay, so Mm -hmm. then that's. So you got you got through like a couple of the hard years. So then having a kid at the end probably was a little bit easier for her. But has she mm-hmm. worked at all through this process? Or oh yeah, okay yeah. So she was she was. Um, I like to lovingly refer to her as my sugar mama. <laughs> <laughs> when we were in medical school, because she she finished her teaching degree right after okay. I finished first year. Okay. And so she um, was like a permanent sub at a middle middle school during one of my mid-school years and then she taught full-time second grade during the last two years of med, of med school okay so she was employed uh, during that time and then when we moved here that was also rough because yeah. her teaching license didn't really translate very well oh, to the really? Ohio's. yeah so she had to like do a lot to get the updated licensing because indiana's licensing system is a little backwards mm. oh. um so she was kind of stuck i just assumed it was like a nursing yeah, license where you yeah. could transfer state to state i didn't know that they had to go that either the like there's old licensing and new mm-hmm. licensing and she was in the old licensing system which was much more broad but because it was much more broad it was less able to fit well into the ohio mm-hmm. system so it took a while to get that transferred over um so she actually was like just hanging out at home oh my gosh, like, yeah. going crazy yeah how did she months. how did she cope she like not joking she kind of became nocturnal okay um she would just like keep odd hours and like get the house set up and you know we had a couple of friends here so we would kind of get together with them yeah. to, to maintain sanity yeah. uh, but then she found um, she was a lifeguard growing up and like all through high school and college so she found a lifeguarding job while she was still looking for teaching jobs oh, nice. for that like second half of first year and then she nannied some kids yeah. like one of the clinic nurses <coughs> needed a nanny and I was like I know somebody who's not doing anything <laughs> right now. <laughs> so it happens to like kids. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then one of my co-residents got pregnant and needed kind of help with childcare, so wow. she nannied nannied her kid as well. So that was, and then she also nannied her boss's son at the pool. Oh um, wow! Who was like the the brother of my best friend here? So it was so all she like, kept kind of busy. yeah, she was very busy. Yeah. She's probably good for you to working crazy hours. I I mean, I don't know how she does it. I'm sure it's like yeah. you know, just a lot of waiting and then mm-hmm. like realizing that 
He's not coming home well, tonight. He's not coming <laughs> home. And and like, you know, if she's just waiting for me, she's gonna be waiting forever. Yeah. And so yeah. you know, one of the funny stories is we were in medical school still and I had done some research with one of the cardi- cardiothoracic surgeons mm-hmm. in Fort Wayne. He's like, You need to come to dinner, you need to come to our house and have dinner. Bring you know, bring Don over. And so we get together and he's like lecturing her the entire night about <laughs> like you need to have your own life you yeah. are not going to be having to like wait around for him all the time and so like at the time like this guy is so weird what is going it's on here and then he's he refers to his wife in the third person he's like mama tina she's got you know she's got a job she goes and hangs out with the kids um you know she's got her own thing so this is what you need to do this guy's out of his mind. Oh my gosh. And in retrospect, he's like a very wise oh you know, and gosh. giving like great sage advice. Yeah. It's like you can't just like wait or you're gonna go crazy waiting. No. So yeah. I think yeah. other than laughing at him, we've really taken his advice <laughs> to heart and it's really helped in terms of the coping. Right. So. Yeah, yeah. Does she yeah. have like hobbies and things that she loves to do? I know that she's mm-hmm. with the kids now, but yes. did she? Um she really likes home decor. So once we would like finish a project, there would be another project yeah. that would be ready room, to go. Yeah. And so that's like, it's both a hobby of hers and it's a good way for us to kind of bond because yeah. she like has a vision and then I try to, to execute the vision. Yes. <laughs> and then I get like criticized when yes. it doesn't like quite fit your vision. Are met. Yeah. 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 Not that that ever happens. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Yeah. no cool. she's, no, she's very, um, has a great eye for design and for oh, architecture. Cool. And so, that's cool. Yeah, Lisa as well. Um, I mean, her other hobbies are like watching shows and <laughs> Facebook. And yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. The normal hobbies yeah. that we all have too. Yeah. She used to not read. She's actually reading a lot more now that we have kids, which yeah. I th- think seems oh. counterintuitive. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. And then in recent years, she's really kind of, as I've gotten out of residency and fellowship and had a little bit more time to be like a responsible parent. Um, she's been able to kind of go and you know really have a social life more of her own so she like hangs out with a lot of our neighborhood um friends and she's like going away this weekend and hanging out with her friends and like oh, hogging hills fun. and that's awesome. yes that's like dad's home with <laughs> <I know. laughs> right right good thing you're not on call yeah there's that's a fun. um mm-hmm. new video that's going out it's viral yes you have to watch it um a dad is wearing a frozen dress and mm-hmm. singing and dancing frozen with his, son. with his son, who's also wearing the frozen dress. <laughs> like the big so, Elsa blue one, I'm sure. Yes. You gotcha. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So um, expectations are high for dad <laughs> for this weekend. Yes. Gotcha. Well, I'm going to not show Ray that video. Because I want to do it, I'm sure. I don't know that he will. You don't think? Uh, What's his favorite things to do right now? Um, so he is very big into space. So oh, we got him a telescope for last Christmas or his birthday. So we'll take that out whenever we can and kind of mm-hmm. check things out. Obviously going to be too cold yeah, this week, freezing. but um, he loves to read. So he gets a lot of space books and yeah. he's into Harry Potter. So he's got a Harry Potter series that he's reading now. Um, he also fancies himself a, a musician, sort of. Okay. So... We got him some bongo drums, and he's got, like, uh, maracas. And so he'll make music, like, cute side story. Audrey's birthday. Audrey's uh, 
um, just turned one. Mm-hmm. So her birthday party was this past weekend. So last week, he's like, when I'm at school tomorrow, I'm going to write a song. And we're going to have to practice it and play it at the party. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. That's the sweetest so thing. he comes home, <laughs> and he has four identical papers that all have, like, his musical notes on them. Oh, and he goodness. has them labeled for me and Don and, <laughs> and him and Audrey. Oh. So we all have our parts. Oh, my gosh. And... <laughs> We got, like, totally sidetracked and didn't practice and didn't perform it. And then he realized on Sunday after the party, and he was, like, in tears, devastated. Oh, no. We only got to practice it once anyway. It would have been terrible. (laughs) Well, what you can do is record it now. You guys can practice. Yeah, get really good and then record it and then For your weekend and then surprise mom. There you go. That's a great idea, actually. (laughs) She would love that, I'm sure. That's so cute. Yeah. He, we... On the um, iPhone, there's the um, Garage Band. Yeah, yeah. And so he likes to mess with that and create. That's what we use. Yeah, that's what we use. Yeah, it's pretty easy to use. Mm-hmm. User friendly. Yeah. How old is he? He's six and a half. Six and a half. Yeah. So he'll teach us, me. It took us quite a while to learn this, so it <laughs> makes me watch feel great. Watch all YouTube that, uh, videos <laughs> to figure out how to edit it. it. Took me a while, and a six-year-old just picks it up. <laughs> He okay. likes like sampling and then like changing his voice. It's like his favorite yeah. thing to do. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. But you got mm-hmm. a musician on your hands then. Yeah, we need to expose him to more musical <laughs> things because I'm not musically inclined at all. So we went to Eric and I just went to last month, so we're really into Harry Potter as well. Oh yeah. And so the, at the Ohio Theater, they have um, Harry Potter. Like I don't know the first one. The first few are not as dark and mm-hmm. grim as the last ones, but like the first one and then. The um, Ohio or like Columbus Orchestra plays it, which Mm -hmm. is just really, it's just a different way to watch it, which is really cool. And they have it for other movies too. That's cool. So we really enjoy that because we like music too. Mm -hmm. And that's a a concert, but also like a movie thing. It was cool. Yeah, he would dig that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. He just realized that we could get the soundtrack on. Alexa. Yeah. So he was playing it this weekend. Oh, that's awesome. Loving it. Yeah. Are you into those? Have you read them or watched the movies or anything like that? So we're reading them together. Okay. Yeah. So we're like midway through the second book now. Yeah. Wow. They get dark. I know. At the end. But he's ahead in the movies um, where he is in the books. Okay. And so he was watching The Goblet of Fire. He's like, I can't watch anymore. I can't watch anymore. He was getting scared. (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's, I think, the turning point pretty much Mm -hmm. because intense and yeah death happens and right yeah 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 he was so not much. he was not ready for that at least he recognized it mm-hmm. yeah yeah but as uh, feeding into his harry potter obsession we did like a full harry potter christmas this year oh, wow. so he got a wand and he got harry potter pjs and then oh his big surprise was like a trip to harry potter world I bet it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> we have a wand as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Have you, you guys haven't been? You'll love it. We haven't it. been. That's yeah. really fun. But he got, what I found out was like a completely inadequate wand for oh. Christmas. And now we have to get this yeah, like, they're like $100 s- wand or yeah. whatever. Yeah, they're Did pretty he expensive. tell you that it was inadequate? No, no. Okay. I found out from someone else. Like, he loves the wand still. <laughs> yeah. Just get a new one when you get there. Yeah, you can stand on these. Um, Eric had to. We both had to get a wand, but you mm-hmm. stand on these like um, metal like circles in front of the place at Hogsmeade, and then at um, Diagon Alley, mm-hmm. and it it's like a 
sensory. So if you go like that, things move in the windows. I mean, literally, kids were going crazy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you have to get in one of those yeah. too. I mean, that's just if you're going there, you might as well yeah. do that. I realized that that was going to be expense. That was not going to be yeah. foregone. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um. So then, like, let's go back to your family growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, like, what was that like? I know you've mentioned siblings. Mm-hmm. Um, are your parents still together? Kind of like a relationship with them? Yeah. All that good stuff. Yeah. So my brother and sister are two years older and three years younger, respectively. Um, so we, we, I would say we're close enough. Mm-hmm. We're not like calling each other every day, but mm-hmm. we don't like ignore each other and try to not talk either. We get along, obviously, at holidays and family gatherings and probably a little bit closer with my brother just because we're closer in age and we're both physicians and so we're kind of at similar places in our lives what does he do he's er yeah yeah and so i think it's just an easier fit with him um mandy's just a much different person (laughs) she's not in medicine at all she hates all things medical She, well, does. she was the one well, you said yeah. in the hospital, right? Yeah. Was it her? So, yeah. I, mean, I mean, that's, that's kind probably, of ironic. Yeah, it's probably yeah, that an has effect. to do with it. Yeah. 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 Um, but she's you know, very into politics and lives in D.C. And she's does something that I don't understand with grants. <laughs> and I try so hard to understand what she does, but I just don't get it. That's so I feel that way with people who are not in the medical field. Yeah. They're like, oh, I do this. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Right. I don't Right. I'm a consultant. Like I don't know what that means. <laughs> oh, cool. yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'm a grant manager. I don't know. What I don't know what that means. Yeah. Oh, that's no. so funny that you and your brother were the ones going with her then to all of these appointments and maze, mm-hmm. and she was the one experiencing it yeah. and wants nothing to do with medicine. Right. I feel like it either go like it goes either way. Like mm-hmm. the kids that we see here, they're like, oh yeah, I yeah. really want to go into medicine because mm-hmm. I've been around it. Versus those chronic ones. Feel like ones, I know yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can think of like one of my patients who. Her grandmother is raising her, and every time she comes in, she's like, you know, you're her favorite doctor, and she wants to be a doctor just like you. It's oh. like, it breaks my heart a little bit. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know. It's a lot of work ahead of you, girlfriend. Right. But, but go for it. She's ready. Um, but, you know, I, speaking to, like, the jobs and not understanding, I frequently tell people that I'm meeting for the first time, like, if what you do could not be understood by, like, a second grader, I probably don't understand <laughs> what it is that you do. That is amazing. And that's that is a good way to, to put start it. saying. Yeah. Yes. It's a pretty yeah. good synopsis. Like, yeah. I get teacher. I get firefighter. Sure. Yeah. Beyond Lawyer, that. Lawyer, basics. Yeah. Do that. I've yeah, been man. on some dating websites recently, and they have their, mm-hmm. like, what they do. And I'm like, <laughs> I can't even yeah. imagine. Uh, I know. Right. So, and they're like, yeah, for work, I travel and do this. I'm like, so what is it exactly that you do? But I need to start saying that. Like, if you mm-hmm. can't describe it to me. I don't think, like, my ex, I couldn't really tell you what he did. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. just people in my life, I'm like, I have no idea what you do all day. Yeah. That brings up anything. <laughs> so do you and your wife ever talk about, obviously not patients specifically, mm-hmm. but, like, do you guys have, because I'm in the medical field and Eric's in the medical field, we can kind mm-hmm. of, like, banter a little bit. Mm-hmm. Do you guys communicate about that at all? Or, like, when you get home, you kind of are home and you don't talk about anything? So it's a good question. And I made a very like conscious effort to try to not bring the hospital home with me for like most of residency mm-hmm. and she's like you realize that like if we don't talk about it at all then we're not going to talk at all because that's mm-hmm. all you experience in life yeah. and so we've kind of come to a point where like we try to talk about 
like the interpersonal ex- like experiences oh, and kind cool. of how that worked more mm-hmm. than like the medicine itself. Um, and so that's how we've kind of tried to make it work. It doesn't always work out like that. I think that's a like fantastic that, idea. Yeah. I think I could yeah. even tell Eric that as well because mm-hmm. we'll get into these like crazy things that I have no clue what they mean. But if mm-hmm. he can speak to the relationship or why he felt the need to bring that situation home, mm-hmm. that could be beneficial. Yeah. 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 And it makes it less about like the cool case that you were in and more right. like why was it cool <clears throat> and, yeah. you know, who were you with and how was that, you know, how did that go? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, backing up Family. to the rest of your question. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. We can jump around all the time. Mom and dad still together. Okay. Um, they just celebrated like their 40th wedding anniversary. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cool. Yes. They're good role models, good role models for us. Um, mom is in nursing. She went back and got her okay. degree and then, um, she's been like involved in cardiac and cardiac intensive care unit mm-hmm. and now she like oversees all the cardiac services at the hospital that oh she's wow. in um so i think she's like very much one of the inspirations for why i'm mm-hmm. here um dad is he's been involved in like the hardware industry for a long time and now has kind of transitioned out of that and now is in like the services industry Again, this kind of gets to our like. If you <laughs> we didn't don't really learn know. About it and, yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. Hardware. But he's <coughs> the hardware. I can get you know if you like that. That to me means you work at a hardware store, right? right? Yeah. Which is not exactly no. what he did, but we went to hardware stores a lot, and he's very familiar and very handy. So I just like assumed that he was that guy. So funny. Um, but now he like he works for the Better Business Bureau, and so okay. helps with that kind of like industry stuff. Did they um, ever give you like any great advice? What type of advice, like, do you remember hearing from them? Um, I think that there was never any sort of like sit down, explicit like, you know, wisdom giving. It was all just leading by example. Yeah. And um, that's what we try to do, like with Rowan and. I was Audrey about to ask now. that. Is that yeah. kind of what you guys have adopted? Yeah, I mean, sometimes he needs it spelled out to him in black and white terms, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. But And we try to, like, keep an open dialogue with Rowan. But I, I feel like my mom and dad just, like, showed us, by example, like, what it meant to be, you know, very caring and to be very responsible and to be there for their siblings and for their parents and for us throughout, you know, throughout growing up. And so that was really the wisdom that I gained from them yeah I think that's mm-hmm. huge I think being mm-hmm. able to like learn by seeing is mm-hmm. one of the best ways to oh learn. for sure for and especially sure. like still being married too you might you I'm sure you learned from that as well like what a mm-hmm. successful marriage looks like as well yeah definitely and um they learned you know they also showed us how to you know kick back and have a good time yeah. and enjoy you know like being a family and taking advantage of like those silly small moments which they certainly they certainly bring to the table yeah yeah and it's uh, it sounds odd but dawn's been a part of the family for so long Mm -hmm. you know we've been together for 21 years so um you know i say we because we've both kind of seen their example Mm -hmm. throughout you know throughout the last couple decades so i think we both take that with us yeah yeah awesome that is really awesome um oh okay so along the advice thing do you have any specific advice that you would give your 20 year old self 
or your son for that matter like when he becomes a teenager yeah. or any specific mm-hmm. advice that you think helped you maybe that's the right way to put it oh definitely yeah and it could just be like be walk the walk yeah like yeah mm-hmm. kind of yeah obviously <laughs> you're saying like I think that there's a lot to be said when parents like tell you to live one way but really like they show mm-hmm. you another and I think kids pick up on a lot more than parents realize oh yeah and seeing their example really shows them their mm-hmm. blueprint for life mm-hmm. I, s- I see your point and I agree with that but I don't know that that's like a I know that's something that would be said by somebody who's like a leader by example you know? yeah because yeah. it's like that's doesn't really come into their consciousness mm-hmm. yeah um, I don't know. I mean, I think the best advice that I could give my prior self or my kids would be to just make sure that what you're doing is going to, like, give you fulfillment and to know that your family is the only one that you get and make sure that you're taking care of them. Okay, that's great that's advice. Great advice. Yeah. yeah. I like that advice. Um. So... We talked about it took a, cu- a couple years to mm-hmm. have Rowan. Um, so then after that, yeah, things that people might not know about you is that your daughter's adopted. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yes. Can we talk about that process? For sure, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I mean, so adoption was always kind of not in not to be taken the wrong way, but it was always like, well, if this doesn't work in terms mm-hmm. of having another kid, this is something we would consider. And then it took like I don't know seven times of being pounded over the head of like this is not going to work for us to realize that maybe adoption is really the next logical step and Dawn was much more open to the idea of adoption than I was initially and I just had like a lot of illogical reservations about Mm -hmm. like you know would I you know care about this child as much as I Mm -hmm. would a biological child and you know what's the like what about if the birth mom wants to, you know, be super involved? Is that a problem? And so I don't get driven crazy because I try to approach things in a very systematic and oh logical way. Yes, <laughs> oh my gosh. And I am so not. And I'm sure she's the same. Like, yeah. Sometimes you just can't mm-hmm. look at it from a logical perspective because it's illogical and it just is. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we tried our best, and she um, very much, like, entertained my neurosis for this. I was like, I just need to have, like, something. So, actually, Children's offers, like, an adoption academy where you can go and you can meet with a bunch of, like, people in the adoption field. So, adoption lawyers, adoption agencies, social workers, adoptees, adoptive parents, and really understand kind of what the ins and outs of adoption are like there's domestic adoption where you adopt from you know a, a, from a family that uh, has a child in this country international adoption within domestic domestic adoption there's um, adoption from foster care and private adoption and agency adoption and kind of learning what yeah. all those different things so are was overwhelming at it was overwhelming before you started and then like as it's laid out it's like okay i understand what the system Mm -hmm. entails and i understand kind of where is going to fit best for us and you know you learn like the very much nuts and bolts about like the timing and the pricing and things like that um and after that 
I was much more like comfortable with the idea of adoption and you know I mentioned like I had concerns about like whether or not having a biological parent involved would be something that I'd be open to mm-hmm. and apparently there's good evidence that that actually is better for the adoptive child mm-hmm. to have less kind of feelings of abandonment and things moving moving forward so trying to be an evidence-based person yeah. was like, well, I'm open to that idea so so after that we were like okay we need to choose an agency and um we talked to probably four different agencies wow. and the first three we talked to were like okay well we can meet um, monday to thursday nine to three o'clock and dawn is very she's very blunt that does she's like, not work she's like that's not gonna work. Yeah. yeah that just means we're never gonna meet yeah um and then again like kismet kind of a thing we were talking with or i was talking with one of my patients who adopted and they're like oh you just need to talk to this agency they're great they're super down to earth they really you know are they really get it so we ended up going with um with that agency wow that's cool and i sent the email to them and they ended up calling and talking to dawn and dawn she calls me immediately she's like hey i just talked to this agency for like 45 minutes and this is the one we're gonna go with like they get it they're flexible Uh, they can meet with us when we when when it works and they understand your schedule and yeah so it was very good to kind of have that you know warm fuzzy kind of a this is a good fit and she just knew yeah Yeah. and to be referred from one of your patients Mm -hmm. families that's pretty cool yeah and it gets better that story gets better (laughs) you just wait wait. (laughs) foreshadowing um so went with that agency and then you have to you have to do this home study which is basically tell everything about your life your relationship your family how you were raised (coughs) how your how your parents invasive yeah wow it's it's very invasive but it's important i think in the process because it does really make you reflect back on why it is that you really want to expand your family Mm -hmm. and understand how you're going to approach parenting and knowing that even if you're already a parent it's going to be it's going to be different um with an adoptive child but not necessarily worse or better it's just Mm -hmm. a different kind of experience Um, and then you have all these home visits where they check and make sure your home is you know child friendly and you don't have cages in the basement and you have a, <laughs> so a pediatric surgeon let's hope not <laughs> okay no the, ba- the cages are not in the basement okay yeah, yeah. the relief yeah um so, so that's like it's a very comprehensive process and they kind of review all your answers and help you kind of expand upon those and understand them better and then you know it's a social worker who makes an assessment of whether you would be plus candidate or a d minus candidate they literally oh, wow. grade they you grade on a you. letter scale no how, it's not oh, literally okay. a letter scale but <laughs> like they're grading your as no. a parent it's like a first grade report card it's like okay. exemplary satisfactory oh, yes. but yeah. still yeah. that that would feel intense to me a little bit like being graded on a i mean of course you're a good parent but well they know. were exemplary of course <laughs> they were but man yeah. that would be stressful on our application we just like we wheeled out the six-year-old Rowan, and we're like, look, we can do this. <laughs> they're like, he's, okay. He's here. Yeah. Surviving, thriving. Yeah. Um, and then, like, once that's approved, then you have to make this. It's basically like a ad for your family. Oh, wow. This is what 
birth parents they read look at and choose to you, choose yeah. from. It's like I cannot imagine that decision, and I still Ooh. cannot imagine that decision. Yeah. So Dawn, being like very like graphic arts inclined, yeah, she yeah. certainly did a lot of like the layout, and you know I had like I'm holding up a very <laughs> small part. By the way, I had a very small part in um, you know in that process. I mean, I I try to be as involved as I can, mm-hmm. and. And certainly kind of made or helped make a lot of those decisions, but she certainly is the driving force behind what made our lookbook to be as beautiful yeah. as it was. Um, wow. Yeah. yeah. And so we like finished that and sent it off <coughs> and our, our home study had not yet been officially approved and we got a call from the agency. And we're like, wow. hey, we have this family. And I was like, I don't think we're approved yet. And they're like, no, you're not, but don't worry about that. That'll happen. <laughs> Um, like how 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 soon after the initial yeah. process was started was this? So, from a timeline standpoint, yeah. in March of last year, we realized that like having other biological children was not mm-hmm. going to be an option. Mm-hmm. And then in June, June July, I think of 2017, we did like a home study or the, the adoption class. Mm. And then we did our home study in October and we were still waiting for approval in November and we got the call. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And so we met, um, we like dropped everything, canceled the clinic and drove to Cleveland oh and met, um, met birth mom who was like seven months pregnant. So, okay. uh, it was a very good fit right away. We mm-hmm. kind of got along very well. She was a very, very, and she, she was, she is a very like intelligent and thoughtful um, young woman who, she had like a list of like twenty questions for us. Wow. And I was like, this is like who I want yes. to be talking yeah. to. Yeah. It's yes. like I want you know somebody who's going to be very contemplative about this process and mm-hmm. wants to make sure that they're you know making the right decision. Yeah. And so like I we like met with them. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and. It was um, a really great meeting. We get, you know, headed home. She's like, well, I have another family that I'm going to talk to, and then we'll get in touch. And then we got a call from our agency the next day. They're like, she actually she chose you. She canceled that other appointment. Were you guys together? So. Did they call you separately than Dawn? Or so. I'm kind of interested in how that <laughs> worked. Oh, yeah. smile on his face. I know. assume <laughs> that. So Jackie is the, the um, primary contact of yeah. the agency. She called Dawn. Because Don should know first for sure, yeah. and then Don didn't answer, and so she called me. Oh. So I was talking to her, and like mid sentence, she's like, "Oh, Don's calling. I'm, I'm going to call you back." So she hung <laughs> up on me. <laughs> so she hung up so on I me. Shouldn't be talking to, to Don. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So that was fun. Wow. That was like right before Thanksgiving, and so we um, we went. We were on our my my side of the family does a big family vacation whenever mm-hmm. we can over Thanksgiving. So. We did this big um, family vacation in Savannah, and when we got there, we got to tell the whole family that we were gonna have another oh. uh, have another walls soon. So oh that was really, really exciting. Yeah. So then you wait for two months, or essentially until. Yeah. Are, is so there a contact with her then, like weekly? Mm-hmm. Or, okay. Um. So, so um, she and Don were like very close. Okay. Don ended up being able to go to like she had not had any like prenatal care so she went to all like the prenatal visits um with her and got to do the ultrasounds and yeah so we got all the ultrasound pictures which was awesome that is cool yeah and then 
um, end of January, she, she called us and she's like, hey, I think this is happening. And it was like a week before the due date. So we had um, to drop off Rowan with one of our neighbors mm-hmm. so he could continue to go to school. We went up and um, got to like hang out for 24 hours basically with uh, birth mom. And um, she's like, okay, I guess it's not happening today. And so we parted ways, and she was having contractions and whatnot, but they were, like, settling out by the time we got there. She had an appointment that day, and they're like, well, you know, you're starting to dilate, but you're not anywhere close, so (laughs) just let us know if it changes. And I wouldn't be surprised, you know, if things happen in the next day or so. So Don and I got a hotel, and we, like, went, and we were there for probably, like, two hours or something. And she... Uh, birth mom calls and she's like eh, I think something's happening so we come back and then we come to find out that she's like getting ready to be in labor mm-hmm. and it was the night of an ice storm so in uh, Cleveland yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so <coughs> we um, shuttled um, birth mom's daughter to like a, a family friend to have her cared for and then we went all to the hospital together and then we spent the next like eight hours together, you know, joking and laughing and getting an epidural and having yeah. a baby. And oh my gosh, it was that's like amazing. a that's so cool. Very you got unreal. To experience yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. So after that, getting to the like foreshadowing yeah. before. So, um, birth mom has to wait seventy-two hours before she can sign over any yeah. parental rights. Okay. And the initial plan was to just stay in the hospital that entire time and they had an extra room so they let us kind of board in the hospital with audrey and then birth mom was in like the next room over and we didn't know how it was going to work out um but it ended up like she actually stayed in our room where we would go and hang out in her room for like almost like that entire time so we got you know to hang out just kind of get to know each other a little bit better during the process which was really cool uh and then after the second night like it's really busy. Everybody's having babies this weekend, and we're not going to have room for uh-huh. you or birth mom. And she was like, there was no medical reason that she had to stay, so she was ready yeah. for discharge. So they ended up having to discharge like both of us. And they're like, well, we're gonna just going to keep Audrey in the newborn nursery. And birth mom was like, that's not how we planned it. Like she was supposed to leave the hospital with you know <gasps> with them. Oh my gosh. And I don't want her, you know, I don't want that to be the way that it is. And I don't want her to be by herself in the hospital. So mm-hmm. so our agency worked like their magic and were able to kind of find a um, foster family for her to go with mm-hmm. for that first night. Mm-hmm. And then they approved a um, pre placement visit with us. So wow. the foster family that they found was the family that, family? that no referred way. us to the Did you know one place? Were you allowed to know the name of the family or no? Was that all? No, they let us. Yeah. Okay. Jack, yeah, and Jack so when you know. heard that, were yeah. you just like, oh. I was like, this is all working out. Oh, we're, my yeah, gosh. Yeah. yeah. That is so crazy. insane. Yeah. It's like full circle. Mm-hmm. So, so we had to stay in town. So we have like pictures from Audrey's third day where she is just like in the hotel on the, on the king size bed all by herself. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, so, that's so yeah. neat. Was that weird? Like as a physician being there and it mm-hmm. wasn't even your wife, like, was it weird mm-hmm. for you to feel to not like overstep your boundaries as a physician or did you have mm-hmm. any feelings like that? Or was that not even a thing for you? Um, I didn't really feel like a physician, you know, during yeah. that time. Yeah. 
I was. I feel like most ENT are like OB. I don't want any. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Maybe yeah. like after the baby's born, checking yeah. the baby. Did you like look at her ears and nose like as soon as she came out? Did, oh yeah, we look good. No, I definitely checked to see her newborn hearing screen. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you did. I bet you did. But no, like birth mom asked me to cut the cord. So. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. So like I was up. I was with her the whole time and like helping talk her through the contractions mm-hmm. and stuff. And um, I had, like, successfully not, like, mm-hmm. led on to anybody in the, like, delivery room that I had anything to do with medicine. Say, I don't, yeah. And then she asked me to cut the cord, and I was like, oh, do you have any mayos? And they're like, oh, oh no. are you, uh, what do you do? <laughs> I was like, oh, man. <laughs> I, mean, oh, man. I mean, the clampy yeah. thing. Yeah. 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 What about scissors? Do you have the cutty things? Scissors. Yeah. No. So I was, oh, I failed funny. there. So she was yeah. meant to be your daughter. I think so. Yeah, she was yeah. absolutely yeah. meant to be your yeah. daughter. I think so. Wow. Yeah, I think, like, after we left the hospital and birth mom was home that night, um, she sent this, like, this very long message just saying, like, how, like, bittersweet of an experience it was mm-hmm. and how, like, you know, happy she was that her daughter had found, like, a good family and she knew that we would take good care of her. And it was, like... It was extremely bittersweet and like heart wrenching because yeah, like we I knew feel that, that right now yeah again. we mm-hmm. knew that like our like joy was mm-hmm. also kind of part of the heartache of somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but she like has been like, amazing throughout the whole process. Yeah. Yeah. She what like a room full of love yeah. that she was like born mm-hmm. into. That's mm-hmm. just so awesome. Right. Yeah. I've been in a lot in a lot of labor and delivery rooms because I used to work labor and delivery, mm-hmm. and I just like that. I can like see this whole experience happening. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. beautiful. The part that I didn't paint was like she also had a friend with her <laughs> who was okay. like the comic relief of the entire situation. Oh. <laughs> she was like this, you know, loud, gregarious <laughs> woman who was like, Oh, hold on, let me get a picture of you guys. Hold on, let me get this picture. Oh, my God. Yeah. oh it was yeah. That's it was, great. Yeah. That's great. So how did it go introducing her to Rowan? Oh, it was awesome. I bet yeah. I bet that was magical. Yeah. He's cool. like He's been enamored of her, like, since day one. Yeah, Yeah, they are the best of friends. It's great. Mm. Yeah, and she, like, she gets happy when I come home, but when she sees Rowan, she is, like, (gasps) going crazy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be a good big brother. He already is, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's so great. That's fun. Do you guys think about more Mm -hmm. ever, or two is good? That's a current topic of debate (laughs) hot topic yeah no we said we were going to give it like a year um to make that decision we're still kind of Mm -hmm. on the fence but probably not anytime soon okay yeah fair enough yeah two is good i think beyond that we're starting to get greedy (laughs) you have a boy a girl they're healthy exactly they can hear you're good Um, okay. How do we even follow up? I know. I know. (laughs) I want to know all the things about that. That's so cool. Um, okay. Completely going from a different angle. What do you do on a regular basis to relieve stress? Like hobbies. I know you're a dad and you work all the time, but like there has to be something that you enjoy doing outside of either of those things to fulfill yourself. Um, I think there, there are certainly like things that I do to relieve stress, but I think just being at home with family mm-hmm. is like, you know, that's one of the best mm-hmm. things that I do. And I genuinely enjoy what I do here. So it's not like I carry a lot of stress with me. Mm-hmm. So that's 
obviously a good starting point yeah. but um in terms of like trying to unwind or just unplug from reality i try to exercise and mm -hmm. that's like probably the one thing that i do that i would say is strictly for myself yeah yeah do you run or what do you like to do so i've done um done some running and a couple half marathons with my brother this past oh, year cool. which was fun yeah and then some of the residents are doing this like pump and run yeah i heard about yeah. that what is that it's like so the arnold fest is oh, coming yeah, up yeah that's what chen's all, doing yeah. chen's doing that he, yeah. he was talking about that wasn't yes he? yeah chen if you're okay. listening i'm gonna destroy you <laughs> <laughs> eric's not doing that i don't think no i, don't think, no, I think he's on call he said oh he is on call he probably asked for a call yeah, yeah. i think so yeah. he is on call mm -hmm. yeah I don't see him as doing a, it's like a obstacle course thing or? No, it's it's a combination. It's a 5K oh. and a body weight bench press. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. Now I remember him yeah. mentioning yes. that. However many bench presses you do, you get that much time, time off. off I do remember that. For each bench, you get 30 seconds off your 5K time, up to 15 minutes. So okay, yeah, it's a good like all around strength or all around strength and endurance yeah. Yeah. measure. So, but it's a good like Sounds trash fun talking and yeah. fun. Yeah. Okay, we have one last question. Okay. Um, and then a quick I'm fire. Did then we finish the question before? I don't remember. Yeah, you said yeah things that you like to do outside of work okay. and yeah. stuff. I felt satisfied okay. with that answer. All right. <laughs> I was like, you answered yeah, it. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm really curious to know what your answer to this is going to be. Um, Blue is my favorite. Flower. <laughs> <laughs> favorite flower? Um, Stargazer lily. Oh, Ooh, that was yeah. right on. You didn't even have to think he about that. It. He did practice it. No. <laughs> um, so if you didn't have to worry about money, security, responsibility, supporting family, supporting a family, any of that, mm -hmm. what would you do on a daily basis? Um, I'd probably climb. Okay. Yeah. I used to rock climb in my younger days. That's yeah. I don't yeah. think I knew that about you. We talked about it before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'd be a climbing bum. I'd probably go like live out west and take my brother. <laughs> his hair down to here. And I'd be like a clean cut. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. can't picture you with a man bun. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. Can't picture it. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Is there places to go around here for that, or you've been to one actually, right? I've been to the indoor ones and then the outdoor. Sayota mm -hmm. um, Audubon, Audubon mm -hmm. Park. Okay. Yeah. So I mean. To go and have enjoyable outdoor climbing, mm -hmm. you have to drive about four hours. Red River, Red River Gorge, Gorge. Yeah. is that where? Okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. that's what brought it up when we were talking about it. Yeah. Do yeah. you think you'll introduce your son to that someday? He already has a harness and shoes. No, he yeah. does not. One of our <gasps> friends has yes. built a rock wall in their in um, their garage, garage with mm -hmm. the pegs, like the child pegs, and yeah. he just yeah. kind of climbs up. Yeah, that's such a cool thing that y'all can share together. Yeah. yeah. There is a new climbing gym that's just like bouldering. Mm -hmm. That's Chambers. Yeah. Have you been there? I haven't been there. Okay. I enjoy bouldering less than like bigger wall stuff. So yeah. Yeah. So is that I like just what's the difference? Like what bouldering. is the difference? Where you're just climbing, like you only climb as far as you feel comfortable, like falling. Yeah. No ropes. Free climbing. In. Yeah. You do that? I mean, it's like ten He'd, feet. Yeah. So oh. No. Okay. That has less excitement for me. Oh, then climbing it's a good, wall and like someone belaying you type yeah. of thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. good to train and to like Build become strength. yeah become have better endurance, but it's not super exciting for okay. me. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Part of the rope like going climbing with Rowan was to like teach him rope craft, and so mm -hmm. like 
you know, we he did not belay for me, but I belayed for him. <laughs> and of he learned, of you know, he's learning how to like <coughs> to make sure his mounts are safe and the communication that happens with a climber and their belayer. And yeah, yeah, it it's a crazy experience. I had never mm-hmm. been before, and I just went randomly with someone who asked me to go, and like mm-hmm. the trust that you build with that person, like it is. It's yeah. a weird experience. And then, mm-hmm. like, I have a pretty – we should go. Yeah, I would love that. Eric's done it a ton yeah. in Georgia. Mm-hmm. I have a fear of heights. I mm-hmm. normally can just, like, overcome them. But, like, mm-hmm. I felt like with each time that I, like, let go and, like, grabbed a new rock, I was like, man, I am, like, overcoming fears. <laughs> like, each rock, like, I'm, like, just making it all metaphors. <laughs> <and> like, <laughs> this is way more than just a rock climbing experience. <laughs> this is life building. I'm achieving oh, things. That's cool. So there's like a couple different ways of climbing. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. like there's top roping, which is basically what you're doing at like a vertical adventures where there's a rope all the way at the top and you are having security as you go up. Um, you can do that outside. You just kind of start at the top of a cliff, throw it around a tree, and then throw the rope down and then belay on your way up. There's also sport climbing where somebody mm-hmm. has gone before and they've like um, fixed anchors into the wall yeah. on the way up. Yeah. So you just clip on your way up so you're not you know, you're not gonna fall any further than your last anchor mm-hmm. or any further than however far you are above your That's last anchor this, yeah and then there's traditional climbing so traditional climbing is where you have uh, just a clean face and you bring like little chalk stones or hex nuts or mm-hmm. cams which are like little Language devices I have that no clue what you're saying <laughs> about addressing like wedges that okay, you shove okay. into a rock okay. or like yeah mechanical devices that Mm -hmm. put tension out against Mm -hmm. the rock as you put them in and so you set your own protection as you go so it's sort of like sport climbing in so far as like that's the farthest you could fall but it's sort of different in so far as like if you did that wrong you're going to fall further yeah and so i did sport climbing for like three four years wow i was like well i should get into trad like why not get into trad so i bought like it's not a small investment to buy a rack for or like all the equipment a rack Mm -hmm. for your uh, trad gear and I went out with one of my friends from college who lives here in town. And we were in West Virginia at the New River Gorge. And I'm sure, like, any locals are like, who is that foul-mouthed <laughs> man? Because, like, it's a totally different experience where uh, you're, like, you're on this rock face holding on with, like, your fingertips. And it's like, okay, if I don't make this right, I'm going to fall and probably break my head. And so the only way that I could, like, get outside of that was to just curse really loud. (laughs) (laughs) What's your favorite curse word? You have one? You don't have to say it on here if you don't, but it's explicit. All of ours are explicit. I don't really have a favorite. I really celebrate the entire (laughs) (laughs) Fair, fair, fair. So you're just screaming, cussing at these rocks? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. But it totally worked. (laughs) (laughs) Totally finished that route, and it was totally fine. Did you do it again, or was that a one-time thing? Did you you enjoy it? Like, enjoy tread climbing? Yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, We went, like, we did a bunch of climbing that weekend, and then Corey, who's the the friend of mine, we went um, out to Colorado with our wives, and then they kind of went around and hung out in Boulder, and we did the first flat iron there. Cool. Yeah. At the very top of that, we got into, like, a freak rainstorm. So there was oh some more gosh. cursing that came out. <laughs> then. It was like hypothermia when you're about 1,000 feet up yeah, is probably not yeah. not ideal. Right. 
but you know, great experiences, yeah. stuff that will carry with us forever. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Those are fun stories. But then after we started having kids, I, I gave away my trad rack. And Did you? Yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's all a little bit risky, but trad's sure. certainly more yeah. risky than the rest. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, so we have like six or seven just like questions that are just mm-hmm. quick fire questions. If you need to get that, you totally can. Okay. Um, and it's just like the first thing that comes into your head, and this is kind of like our wrap up at the end. Yeah. Okay. Um, favorite book or any book that you've really enjoyed or has had an impact on your life? Harry Potter. I was about to say. Harry Potter. <laughs> that's a sec- close second <laughs> to um, Into the Wild. Into the Wild. Yeah. Krakauer is a great author. Love yeah. it. I mean, he tells stories so well. Really, like his whole, like, into the wild, into thin air, and um, under the banner of heaven mm. are really really cool books. I don't think I've read, I the, other read the other two. Mm-mm-mm. So into thin air is about Everest. Um, into the wild is about Chris McCandless who goes and like does his thing in yeah. Alaska. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely had like into the wild memories when my my brother and dad and i went to alaska for dad's 60th birthday i'm going in august oh you're gonna have a great time eric and i are taking one of the cruises there around the nice yeah you loved it oh it was phenomenal okay yeah yeah we bit off like one percent of alaska and it was like more than we could ever wow enjoy in that one week yeah it was phenomenal i'm excited yeah good choice in the book but under the banner of heaven (coughs) is uh, a really interesting book about fundamentalist Mormons mm. and the like FLDS mm-hmm. sect and how like how that became popular in a certain section in like a certain um, location in Utah and there was a murder that happened in their community and how like that panned out is really really oh, intriguing cool. yeah mm, cool. sounds totally different than the other two it is and it's not because um, yeah. it's like a character study mm-hmm. um, and it tells like a really okay. gripping story mm-hmm. yeah Cool. Okay. Yeah. Check that out. Yeah. Put those on my list. Um, what is like the best food or meal that you've had recently? Or drink you're into yeah. beverages as well. No. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Are you much of a foodie? Do you like to go out to like I mean I like to go out and eat. I don't think I would consider myself a foodie. No. Um What's your favorite restaurant in Columbus? Favorite restaurant. Oh yeah. Favorite yeah. food. <laughs> in general, for favorite genre of food, type of food. What's your go-to? I'm really, like, omnivorous. I'll eat whatever's eat in front of me. Yeah. I mean, okay. within reason. Um, probably, like, just a local, like, a pub would yeah. be. Yeah. Like, pub food would be my go-to. But, yeah. yeah, I don't have any, like, specific, oh, this was the, you know, my favorite thing ever. Or this is the favorite okay. thing I ever had. That's okay. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. Um, okay, so if you're into music, do you have a certain mm-hmm. song that you now can't get out of your head or just a certain song that you really love? Eric and I are super into music, so I love. Yeah. I always have to ask this question. Yeah, so I bring my computer with me whenever we're doing clinic, um, and we have, like, a room where we can have, like, the team room. Mm-hmm. And on my Amazon Music, I get, like, harassment from anybody who's in the room because they're like your music is so random it's all over the place <laughs> okay so you like every everything was, all yeah because it'll be like you know oh this song is from hamilton and then the next yeah. song is like a violin solo and then the next song is like hardcore rap <laughs> oh my and God. now we're talking Amazing. about country so it's like my tastes are very very broad okay, in terms yeah. of music um 
sort of a funny story. Probably not that funny to anybody else, but <laughs> I'm I'm down to here, so I've had this like memory of a song that I like thought was really good probably five or six years ago. Sure. And I couldn't like I couldn't get the melody. It was the opposite of not being able to get it out of my head. I couldn't get it into my head. So I was like, what was that song? Yeah. It was like female artist, um, somebody who was like in the early 2000s, one hit wonder, like I cannot remember who this was. Uh So I probably thought about it for a week and a half. (laughs) And I was like very annoyed with myself. It's like, because usually I'm pretty good with like artists and song. And so I finally gave up and I Googled female one hit wonders early 2000s. (laughs) I think I've had the same Google search. Oh my God. (laughs) Telling you. And I found not a female list, but like a one hit wonders list from yeah. the 2000s. And number one on the list was Me and You by Cassie. And I was like, oh, that's, the, that's song. the song. That's Did it. Did you listen to it instantly? Oh, yeah. Uh, on repeat? Yeah, not on repeat. Yeah. Just once was enough, once. actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so great. So, that's probably totally not bad. like in my head now, but not, yeah. Couldn't yeah. get it into yeah. my head. Yeah, that is. Yeah. I've totally done that before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you don't remember what song it is. Yeah. I do that a lot. Mm-hmm. And you'll just Google, yeah, what you did, and it'll mm-hmm. come up with a list. And A lot of the songs we listen to don't have words. Like, they don't have vocal. So mm-hmm. that's even harder. It's like, yeah. Eric, what song is this? He will listen to the first. Three minutes. Uh, not even. Like, two mm-hmm. se- three, yeah, three seconds of it. Mm-hmm. And he knows exactly who it is. I do not have that skill. Yeah. What sort of instrumental music do you listen to? Um, so one of I'll our I'll be fav- asking the questions now. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Um, we love Lotus. It's a band from Philly that we've traveled mm-hmm. all over the U.S. to see. We've oh, yeah. seen them a lot. I actually, we played multiple of their songs at our wedding. I walked down the aisle to a Lotus song. That's cool. First dance was to a Lotus song, so we love them. Mm-hmm. Um, Tycho. So it's kind of, I don't even really want to describe it because it's very unique, but electronic, instrumental, like melody. don't really want to say a jam band, but kind mm-hmm. of like, some of the songs are 20 minutes rare, mm-hmm. but sometimes. Gotcha. Um, you don't, I don't know, electronic. I hate characterizing it. I don't know how to describe See? it. Because yeah. I've never really listened to anything like it, but I yeah. like it. It's. I think you'd gotcha. enjoy listening to it. So Eric mixes. Mm-hmm. He does like DJ stuff on the side. I don't know if you knew that about him. He like mixes songs and I didn't, stuff. but I do now. <laughs> um, yes. So he loves electronic music and mm-hmm. house music and stuff like that, which I don't mind. Mm-hmm. Um are you familiar with house music? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not my favorite, but I do like it. Mm-hmm. So. My familiarity with house music goes to Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 Eric yeah. likes older, not like electronic new, I don't know. I, electronic-y kind of. Mm-hmm. We'll go with that. Okay. Lotus, you should look them up. Lotus and yeah. Tycho. Lotus and Tycho. Tycho's. Mental note taken. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful stuff. I love it. Okay. What is your favorite time of day? morning yeah. do you have a morning routine I, i'm getting one now yeah yeah with the kids well i don't well. see them often in the morning yeah because okay. you have to be here it probably depends if you're a clinic or or what time you have to be here right it depends but um part of like the exercise thing oh, yeah. is like i go and actually the nurse that i work with whitney she like talked me into going to this class at 4 30 in the morning to work out so I do we that. Five thirty yeah. workouts in the morning. Yeah. So we're well, we're you're slackers right <laughs> you're an hour late. I know. Yeah. Four thirty. That is early. But it's 
it's kind of a, like a nice way to like start your day and collect your thoughts and then yeah. get ready to actually do the rest of your routine. Yeah, yeah. I just started yoga teacher training mm-hmm. and you have to do a practice every day. Well, you don't have to, but it's part of our homework to do a practice the same time every day. Mm-hmm. Well, the only time consistently that I have every day is yeah. at 4 a.m. Yeah. So I wake yeah. up at 4 a.m. and I do my practice and like, I came in this morning, I was like, waking up at 4 a.m. is seriously like a game changer. It is. My, I've yeah. like been in the best moods mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And you, you can collect your thoughts before yeah. the craziness starts. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm a very much a morning person. Didn't used to be, but Didn't very much a morning person now. Yeah. Um. But you gotta get your sleep. Oh yeah, yeah. I go to bed at like 8:30. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. Proud of you. <laughs> Talk to Eric about that. He is not good yeah. with sleep. You should have him read the book Why We Sleep. Why We Sleep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. PhD researcher who wrote an entire book about like all the ills that we as a society are putting on ourselves because we are short sleepers. I love sleeping. I do too. I wish I had more time for it, but yeah. 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 Uh, Okay, so do you drink coffee, tea? How do you drink your coffee? Or tea? Don't drink coffee. Don't drink tea. Or tea, neither. Okay. So you just wake up and drink? Don't drink soda. Water. Water. Any other drinks? Water, whiskey. Whiskey. Yep. <laughs> Water and whiskey. That's all you Those need. Those are my two go-to. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Um. And ginger ale when I'm flying. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yes. I do Why? Like I don't know. I don't know. That was always the thing. Ginger ale and pretzels is what I always mm-hmm. used to get on the plane. Mm-hmm. That's the way to do it. Yeah. Um. What is your favorite type of cheese? I know it's a weird question, but we. L- I love cheese. You do. should hear Eric's answer on oh cheese. God, it's like 20 minutes. He yes. went on. He, this man is so passionate about cheese. It's <laughs> one of the reasons I married him, okay? We love cheese. What's the Cliff's Notes answer for him? Um, there is no Cliff Notes. I was about there to was ask you. I know his favorite cheese. He well, likes it was sh- the crystal <laughs> cheddar cheese. Yeah. I don't really know. He likes the like, sharp cheddar that almost mm-hmm. has like crystals in it. Okay. Never heard of those. Gotcha. Yeah. The hard. Yeah. yeah. I'm definitely not like a soft cheese fan. Kay. Um, Dawn loves goat cheese. I mean, she loves all cheese, but her she has a special place in her heart for goat cheese. Okay. Um, See, people feel a certain way about cheese. Yeah, yeah. people. Oh, yeah. Sure. It's not They're a weird question at all. Okay. I would prefer something that's more firm, mm-hmm. um, probably more the Eric side of the mm-hmm. spectrum than the Dawn side yeah. of the spectrum. Um, I like smoky flavors. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, there's like a smoked. Um, Cheddar, that's good. There's a smoked Gouda, which is a little softer, but still good. Do you like smoked drinks, like whiskey beverages that are smoked? Have you ever had one? I have. Um, High Bank has a good, like, yeah. old-fashioned. That's where you had smoky. it. Yeah. So for an early birthday present, Don bought me a smoker box. So now I have this, like, fancy glass box oh that gosh, you can just, like, so smoke cool. drinks that in really at cool. home. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's awesome. neat. What do you use? You just use, like... Hickory, like wood or something? That um, it comes with like some wood chips, okay. but you can just like get cool. different flavors of wood chips. Yeah, I think yeah. we asked them like what their wood chips were. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, they're just wood chips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, good. That's cool. Yeah, it's fun. That is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, something that I never like thought would be, oh, I really want or would enjoy this. But now that yeah. I have it, I'm like, this is really fun. Do you yeah. only yeah. do it with whiskey? Is that a dumb question? Or do you do it with like other cocktails? You could do it with like, we had. Um, at High Bank, we asked them to smoke the Paloma. Oh. 
um, which was really good. Okay. Actually. Which one's That's the a tequila, grapefruit. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. And mm. they smoked that. That was good. Yeah. 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 Old fashioned is my drink of choice. Yeah. Whiskey was my drink of choice. Yeah. <laughs> Straight? Most you of the time. You don't yeah. You can, you can. old-fashioned okay. is, you know. Um, I actually loved, I went to Ireland two years ago, and we mm-hmm. went to the Jameson Distillery. Nice. Best old-fashioned of my life. Mm-hmm. You've been trying to chase it ever since I've you got been, back, yeah. let's be honest. Oh, yeah. Yes, <laughs> that's what got me started. Mm-hmm. But the whole time we were there, we drank Jameson and ginger ale. Mm-hmm. And it was actually mm-hmm. delicious. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't drink a lot of pop, but mm-hmm. it was it's good. So I have, like, a, a whiskey barrel. At home, my dad got this for me for Christmas two years ago, mm-hmm. and so we've been I've been cycling through like the progression for a barrel. So first is bourbon, and then it's whatever other whiskey you want to dist- or um, age, and then when Audrey came home, I put in Jameson into the barrel, uh, and so I aged it. My goal was to age it until like her adoption was finalized, but you have to taste it along the way, and it yeah. was like it was ready when she was four months old. So, <sighs> so we bottled Audrey's mix and. Oh, been, that's yeah. neat. I've been enjoying that for the last few months. So. Oh, that's, oh, that's awesome. cool. Yes. So. That's cool. I, I also that. like Jameson. Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. Um, we talked about favorite, like, way to move your body kind of already. Yeah. So um, beach or mountain? Mountain. I figured yeah, I knew that was coming. coming. I knew that yeah. was coming. Um, and then our last question is, where is your favorite place that you've ever traveled? My favorite place that, we, that I've ever traveled is... It's probably Colorado. Yeah. Think? Yeah. Where specifically? I know we're heading out there. It's just a matter of time. I know you are. <laughs> um, but I don't think there's like I like Colorado because there's a variety of you know you can get experiences. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. You can go mm-hmm. like way southwest, um, and you can get like the Ure and mm-hmm. very much like rugged and Telluride experiences. You can go to Vale and get the much more refined <laughs> ski yeah. town experience. You can go up to Steamboat and have the kind of hippie, you know, yeah. experience. I haven't been to Steamboat so yet. Yeah. I went for it to the Springs. We went to mm-hmm. the Hot Springs, but I haven't snowboarded there yeah. yet. The Did hot you springs. go to the Strawberry Fields Hot Springs in Steamboat? Where there's like three different ones. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we yeah. were like the only people there for a while. It was awesome. Yeah. yeah. It was a r- it's such a weird experience to it go is. into a hot springs. Like yeah. it's it was snowing. It's one of my favorite pictures that yeah. I've ever taken in Colorado. Mm-hmm. I think I sent it to you. Yeah. Snow's everywhere and the way that the snow falls on those trees is just magic. I don't care what anyone says. So the snow is like coming down, like falling on these trees and then you just mm-hmm. see steam and you're like, I'm supposed to get in my swimsuit and jump in <laughs> water. But it's like the most relaxing experience I think mm-hmm. I've ever had. Yeah. 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 So did the we did the strawberry fields um yeah. hot springs when we were out there 10 years ago oh wow so yeah cool. i'm sure it hasn't changed at all the road was closed yeah. we couldn't leave yep Snowed sounds about so right much. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't care you're right. just like who no. cares yeah. it's amazing yeah yeah i'm in colorado love that myself we're going mm-hmm. out in two weeks yeah nice just weekend trip but it's never enough i know yeah. it's never enough alaska's never. a probably close second okay yeah what was your favorite yeah. city that you went to in alaska did you go to, or did you just go to one city we i mean we didn't really, there was not really a lot to do in the cities in alaska oh, okay you know. so you just like hiked and stuff yeah so we went to um anchorage mm-hmm. is that right yeah, yeah anchorage and then went down to homer which is like on the kenai peninsula on the west side mm-hmm. and we were based out of there but then we did a couple things like around that that 
outside of it. And then we went on along the Kenai and stayed in like a just a little lodge there. And then we finished over in Seward, so it's on the east side of the peninsula, mm-hmm. and did like open water kayaking and got to see some bears, got to see glaciers ca- glaciers calving. So Lovely. that was amazing. Yeah. So I mean. I wouldn't go to Alaska for the city life. Or for no, the no, 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 we're yeah. not. I just yeah. wasn't sure, like, where yeah. you, like, what places you yeah. docked. Well, I guess you didn't do a cruise. So we're going, I think, mm-hmm. like, four different places, and then we mm-hmm. go to excursions from there. Nice. Yeah, we were, like, all around the Kenai Peninsula. Okay. And it was a great breadth of Alaska. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah. That's it. Anything else? Yeah, is there anything we didn't ask you that you wanted to talk about? not really much one to like volunteer <laughs> information volunteer. so i don't think there's anything else that i really have a burning desire to okay, let the world know yeah. see this is good thank no, you this yeah. is very nice thank, thank you yeah. so much thanks. we just like fun. having conversations with people yeah. i think sometimes here it's just like day-to-day stuff is whatever but there's mm-hmm. a set of people that we actually kind of wanted to know about their lives and yeah yeah, yeah. i hope you didn't mind that we talked about your daughter no i don't you like yeah. lit up. I, yeah, I can like I actually, feel your energy. <laughs> you yeah. love her so much. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. All right, guys, you made it to the end. We loved that episode and we loved talking to Dr. Walls. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed recording with him. I loved that episode so much and the fact that he was vulnerable and open with us was just awesome. It was kind of fun. It was really fun. And I want to go buy some climbing gear. Um, <laughs> Me too. To just start rock climbing. There's Me not too. places to do it around Columbus besides so. indoors, but... We'll take a trip. We'll yeah. learn. We're he can learn. teach us. Yeah. All right, guys. Maybe we'll drink some um, bourbon. Oh, that would be nice. The yeah, smoked with drink. The smoked drinks. Let's do it. Learn how to do that. Um, but thank you guys for listening. We loved it. Thanks so much. And stay conscious and curious. Until next time.